Hello! Hello, hello! Um, hi, I'm Naomi and welcome to All The Tea About Your V. Um, so, I'm very new to YouTube. Um, I've never really done a video like this before, so it's all brand new. Um, so, a little bit about me. Um, my name's Naomi, I'm 23 and I live in Manchester. I'm originally from South Wales. And um, I moved to Manchester for drama school and now that I've graduated um, I've just decided to stay here which is good because I love the city and I love living here. Um, so all the tea about your V so it's basically all about vaginas. Uh, not just my vagina, um, I'll have many vaginas on the show. Um, some, some friends, um, I've got um, some people coming on to talk, um, charities and things like that which is great. So I'm doing videos on YouTube but I'm also doing a podcast um, which will be put up on Spotify. So for people that are listening, I'm currently waving and for people that are watching, you can see I'm waving. So, good. So yeah, I want it to really be a space about endometriosis, um, periods, menstrual health, chronic illnesses, women, IBS, MIATES, bodies, everything, periods, everything to do with women and kind of breaking the stigmas and taboos around periods. I think not many people like to talk about it or it's always like an awkward thing like, oh, periods, it's dirty and it's gross and blood and yeah, it can be very gross but it's natural and it's what we all have to go through so i think it's important to talk about it mainly because i started an instagram called endo awareness which is great and i post on it every day um just raising awareness on endometriosis which is a condition that i have that not many people know about it's one in ten women who suffer with it but it's definitely more due to misdiagnosis and people just not knowing enough information on it. So I created it to support people who kind of feel alone. Um, and then I had this idea for a podcast and a YouTube channel to talk about vaginas. Why not? Um, so it is all the tea about your V. And of course I will be drinking tea as I'm doing this. <sighs> just had a sip there. Yeah, basically, I'm just really passionate about raising awareness on endometriosis. Um, yes, giving a space for women to talk about their stories, really. Um, so yeah, that's what's going to happen today. This is my first channel, so be kind, please. Um, so what is endometriosis? Good question. Um, so it's a condition where tissue similar to uh, the line of the womb grows in other parts of your body basically so ovaries fallopian tubes outside of the uterus bowels there is and there has been cases where it's grown into like lungs liver brain which is crazy i really hope i don't have endometriosis of the brain i don't think i do but it would probably explain a lot <laughs> um 
But I did, I did read that there is, there was a woman who found it in the brain, which is just insane. I think it's just crazy, and there's so much to this disease that I think we don't know about. Not even I know about. Before you know, we go any further. I'm not a doctor. Definitely not a doctor. <laughs> um, this is just my research that I've done over the years, my experiences, my opinions, um, my own symptoms, my own feelings. Uh, so I'm really, I'm not a doctor. And if anyone is watching who's a doctor who is like ultimate endo specialist, I, I want to know. I want to know everything about it. And if I say something wrong, please let me know because I probably will. Um, yeah, so endo. It's a long-term condition, um, there's no cure for it, it's a chronic illness. Um, but you know, there's ways in which you can treat it and cope with it. I don't know how I'm gonna feel every day when I wake up. Yay! Which is great, uh, being betrayed by my ovaries is... Uh, it's good, and I know that a lot of you, you feel the same. You could wake up feel amazing, you've had, you've had a great day, or you could wake up and just feel awful and be completely bedridden and you just can't really make plans for things. Um, that's why Covid's been okay because I'm indoors every day so I've just been in my bed all day every day which is great. So yeah, endometriosis. So it's where the misplaced tissue um, it becomes really inflamed and painful when it grows in different areas. Uh, it can thicken and it can kind of get trapped and that causes like a lot of pelvic pain. So obviously it's your pelvis and your ovaries and your uterus sits in between the pelvis. And if it grows, it grows on the outside basically in different parts of the body. So that's what causes a lot of pelvic pain. So a lot of women would complain about symptoms like that. Um, hip pain, pelvic pain, back pain because it completely grows around that whole area where it shouldn't really be growing and it gets trapped which is like very painful. Um, I've got, I'm looking down because I've got like notes, not that I don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> obviously I'm a pro um, but people listening to the podcast I, I have my laptop and I have notes okay. So symptoms vary and some women could feel all the symptoms, all the pain, and then some women would have hardly any symptoms and hardly any pain. Um, so it doesn't indicate on different degrees, so there's different degrees of endo, mild to severe, and you could have mild endo but have really severe pain. You could have severe endo in your womb and your uterus and everything but have hardly any pain so it doesn't really <laughs> doesn't discriminate really it just attacks anyone any point yeah anyone can get it have it so I'm just gonna read a few symptoms out which I think are really important I think this first um, video it's not exactly fun uh, but it is just I want to just make people aware and why I'm doing it and what endometriosis is I don't want to carry on talking about it and people still not knowing you know this is to raise awareness really um and for a space to people to come and chat about how they're feeling and about the disease that affects so many people so these are a few of symptoms i experience um 
and just general, you know, what I've researched and spoken to many women about. So pain in your lower belly and in your ovaries, sometimes it's like stabbing, throbbing, all sorts of pains. Um, cramps uh, is a big thing. It says online only one or two weeks before menstruation, but I definitely get cramps every week, every day. Doesn't matter if I'm on my period or not, it just happens. Um, painful sex, either during or after, a lot of women can experience that. Heavy bleeding on your period between irregular bleeding. Um, if you're on contraception, sometimes it completely stop, stop the bleeding. So I had the implant um, put in my arm for the purpose of I was really heavy bleeding um, when I was when I was a kid really um, up until ooh, since I had the implants so was maybe like two years ago now um, and it has stopped my periods which is great because I'm not bleeding at the moment I haven't bled in like four months but also because of the endometriosis tissue and that being like trapped I just feel like I'm not getting the period, so to say, but I'm getting all the pains and all the symptoms plus more because the line of my uterus is not exactly like shredding, like it's just stuck. <laughs> Sounds awful, not a good image to picture. Um, so yeah, if obviously you're considering contraception for that reason, just just think about it and if you're okay with having not having periods or having irregular bleeding because I know some people hate that. Discomfort with bowels movement so either diarrhea, constipation, just painful going to the loo. Uh, that happens to me a lot. I'm being very honest here on this <laughs> on this channel. I'm going to talk all about my vagina. So yes that can be very painful. Um, something that I do I do struggle with something you wouldn't really think you know I think you, when you think of endometriosis it's just all about all about your vagina but actually it grows into the bowels and everything because it's so close and connected um lower back pain pelvic pain leg pain yeah all of that so sciatica it affects your nerves especially like I said earlier with the tissue and everything growing into your and getting trapped in your pelvic area uh, I get awful hip pain uh, in my back and down my leg, which is great. Just another another thing to add to the list. Um, nausea, big time, pretty much every day I feel sick, which is great. Great. <laughs> uh, food intolerances, that's a big one that you don't think um, that comes with it, uh, but it does. There's a lot of food triggers that can upset uh, endometriosis, that can upset your stomach. Um, and usually uh, women with endometriosis end up also with IBS because of the food and the bowel in your stomach is also con like connected and it's also close together that it can affect everything really. Um, so I'm in the process of figuring out my food triggers and back and forth the doctors about what's going on with my stomach as well as everything else. Um, headaches, a big one, bloating, huge. I bloat all the time, every day, all the time. I'm bloated now, I'll show you. People listen to the podcast, you can't, you can't see, but if you wanna see my bloated stomach, go to YouTube. Um, cool.
I recommend baggy, baggy, baggy jumpers, um, bloat friendly dresses, stretchy leggings, everything like that. Because um, you shouldn't be ashamed, it happens, it's normal to bloat. It happens to girls who don't even have endometriosis. You can bloat all the time, but I do have to be careful with things that I eat. Uh, I always want McDonald's and I can't. <laughs> So that sucks, but um, you've just you've just got to think: is it worth the pain all evening? Sometimes, yes. <laughs> Brain fog, um, huge. I don't think it's like recognised as a big thing. All I know from my experience is I just can't really concentrate. I can't remember things. I can't remember people's names. It's really bad. I don't know if it's just me. If you also have brain fog, please let me know so I'm not crazy. I don't feel like I'm going insane. Um, yeah, it, it is a big thing and I know a lot, a lot of girls have it. So those are just a few little symptoms just to catch people up. Um, and there's so much more that, that people struggle with. That's I think it's important to raise awareness and talk about it. The only way that, you know, we're gonna get quicker healthcare and people diagnosed quickly is by raising awareness. Um, which is what I wanna do. Uh, and I wanna tell my, my story, basically. So I'm just gonna have a sip of tea. <sighs> yep, my period story, my first period. Um, I started my period when I was 12, just before I went to high school I think, so what's that, year seven? It was in the summer, just before, and I was at home, thankfully I know like a lot of people have really bad period stories, like being in school and things like that, um, so I was at home thankfully, um, and I, it wasn't anything big, it was literally, I went to the toilet, there was blood on my pants and I went and told my mum and I was like, there's blood on my pants, and she's like, cool, let's go buy some pads and we talked about it and that was kind of it and you just learn how to go I mean you put a tampon in wrong and you stick a pad to your face and you get it all wrong but you manage somehow um I used to love in school having like notes for like swimming like, I can't swim I'm my period so I'm a girl I'm on my period don't ask me to swim um it's quite bad, but I got out of a lot of PE classes. So I think that is a positive of starting your period when you're in school and when you don't want to do PE. <laughs> they were always very heavy. And I thought that it was normal, really. Um, I didn't really know much about periods or anything. Um, I didn't really get taught about it in school. It was like, you women have blood once a month you put this in your knickers put this pad in and it absorbs the blood and then that's it and it just happened and that's that's what it is uh which wasn't very good uh i learned most of stuff just from asking my mom and my sister um so they were always heavy i thought it was normal so i didn't really do anything about it um, and then when I got a bit older, when I was like 16, 17, I had awful stomach pains uh, when I was eating, things like that. So went back and forth to doctors, uh, thinking it was food intolerances. Um, they didn't really do much testing on me. They were just like, you're fine, you're fine, just don't eat 
any junk food. And that's fine, but some days you need junk food and you need ice cream and you need crisps and I can't just be on a diet for the rest of my life. I need to know what foods affect me um, and why it was affecting me. Um, so they diagnosed me with acid reflux and give me loads of tablets for it. And I was taking these tablets and like nothing was really happening. Um, I, I kind of just left it and I dealt with the pain really, which is not good. I was 18 when I went to uni. Um, I started getting just awful cramps, not like your normal period pains. Just horrific, couldn't walk, uh, bedridden, had to have days out of uni because I was in so much pain. Pain in my back, pain in my hips, pain in my legs. Um, just most of the symptoms really that come along with endometriosis and I didn't even really know anything about it. Even when I was like 18, 19, I had no clue really. Um, and you know, it, it was happening to me. So it's so easy to, you know, think it's something else and not really know what's going on. So I went to the doctors again, uh, up, up here in Manchester and it was okay. She diagnosed me with IBS and said it was just stomach problems and periods are supposed to hurt. And it's just your period pain. It's just, just period, but no. That is not okay. It's not a normal period. Periods are not supposed to hurt like that. They're not supposed to bedrid you. You're supposed to be able to carry on with your everyday life. Um, and they shouldn't come with all these extra symptoms that were happening. It only took, probably it was probably a year later, um, I had excruciating pain. Like I collapsed in my left side um, where my ovaries are. Um, and I got in an ambulance and I got taken to the hospital and everything. I was getting ready for work and I was calling work like, I can't come in the back of an ambulance, like crying. And I got to the hospital um, and I waited for hours and hours. Nothing was really done. Um, a doctor prodded around my stomach for a bit and said, well, you look okay. So have some paracetamol for your pain and go home. And it was just, I was just, exhausted really tired and exhausted of not being listened to and not being taken seriously the fact that I look okay I'm like my face is fine has nothing to do with what's going on inside my body so I was pretty mad um and I went back to my doctors literally the next day I, I didn't kick it off but I <laughs> I took a notepad of food that I was eating symptoms everything that happened to me every time I ate every minute of every day which is really important to do because the doctors will probably tell you to do that anyway um, and I took all my symptoms to her and I was like please like I can't not know I need to know what's going on with my body I can't I can't live like this basically um, so eventually she said that she put me in for a scan um, which I was like amen absolutely thank you so much um, and I waited for quite a few months for that scan. Um, I had a scan internal and like an ultrasound that you would have if you're having a baby. And they found cysts on my ovaries. And finally I had something to go off. Um, but I, I was worried obviously. Uh, the doctor said, don't worry, it's normal. Everyone has cysts on their ovaries. Well, no, <laughs> it's not normal. Not everyone has cysts on their ovaries. 
so the results went back to my GP and then I had another uh, catch up with her about it um, and she yeah she was great actually and she really listened and she said no not everyone has cysts on their ovaries and these are obviously causing you a lot of pain um, and the reason that I was in hospital and I collapsed is because the cysts burst and I had no clue what was going on and no one did anything for me and gave me paracetamol which is hilarious because that does not even touch the sides to I can't even explain the amount of pain I was in. I was really thankful for my GP that really listened to me after years of people not finally I was getting somewhere which is great because um, it does really affect you and no one listens to you especially your own GP who is a female as well you think that she'd be understanding and that she would know about conditions like this okay so my video just went off but I'm back yeah so she did after she really took me seriously she did um, an exam on me um, she actually did a smear obviously I'm not 25 yet <clears throat> but she she just wanted to make sure she was just concerned um, which is great and I'm so thankful that she did that um, everything seemed fine Obviously I kept complaining about the pain and she put me to see a specialist at the hospital. Um, someone who is trained in all of this, anything gynecological. So I waited, I don't know, what was it? Probably like eight months for this appointment. Um, I was really nervous. I just thought no one's gonna listen to me. No one, no one cares, you know, I've been turned away by so many people told it's crazy even thought myself that I'm crazy um, but it was really good and I had a great chat and I took a book a, a notebook of all of my symptoms and everything that I was feeling um, and this woman I literally I can't remember her name but she was amazing she was so lovely um, obviously it was during Covid so I had to like keep my mask on and like stay away from her but I literally wanted to hug her and just like <laughs> jump over the table, take my mask off and lick her face because she was just amazing. She finally listened to me. She, yes, she said, yeah, you you have endo, basically, um, with everything that I was describing. Um, she said, obviously, for official diagnosis, you do need surgery. Um, so she put me on a waiting list and I've been on the waiting list now for about a year, three months, something like that. So I am waiting, it's a long time, you know, I, I know I've got it, but it's just, you need that official confirmation. <clears throat> um, and when you have the surgery, they'll, um, they'll try and take away some of the tissue, um, which is gonna help my pain. Um, but I just want confirmation, really. Um, I want a doctor to, you know, tell me that I was right and I'm not crazy and, all the pain that I'm feeling is valid. I just think it's so important for people to take women's pain seriously. I don't think it ever is taken seriously. I think, you know, we all know women have periods and yeah, it's painful. But <laughs> it shouldn't be and there's so much more to it than just a normal plain period. There's pain and not just physically, mentally as well. It does affect you in so many ways. So I think it's good. Get yourself a good GP, a good doctor.
who's going to listen to you, show up with your symptoms, what you want, what you need, why you want this, and yeah, tell them, tell them they need to treat so, you. Yeah. That's just my story, a little bit about me and why I'm doing this, and <clears throat> I hope that, <clears throat> sorry, people hearing my experience will help other people realise these symptoms and <clears throat> get a diagnosis and have the confidence to go to the doctor. Um, so yeah, that is, that's my first one done. I hope people enjoyed it and it was good. Um, please, please subscribe, like, comment, let me know what you want topics to be taught about, um, spoken on. I'll definitely be doing funny ones as well, like it's not all going to be you know, <laughs> like a lesson. Um, so next week I have a very special guest, my friend and my housemate Katie. Uh, she's been very brave and she's gonna come on and talk all about her V. So if you wanna hear about my friend's vagina, yeah, please come back, it'll be a good one. Um, she's been really brave. So yeah, please like this and share this. Um, Thank you for listening and watching to All The Tea About Your V. Bye.